This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars podcast with your host Jim and Tom. And Tom, it's another Sunday, that means we're going to break down another movie. And this one, um, man, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> this is a, uh, a movie that I've already talked about uh, with Chuck on Active Geek, but I've been waiting to talk about it with you because I feel we have the same sentiments yeah. and uh, towards this movie. And that movie is Godzilla versus King Kong, the fourth installment to the monster universe so there was godzilla king kong skull island godzilla king of the monsters and now we're here yeah and uh we're gonna spoil it so if you haven't watched it on hbo max or had the privilege to see it in theaters (laughs) uh you might want to tune out and catch us next week but we are going to dive into deep spoiler territory right now what is your take on the monster universe as a whole because I believe we've only we've done Skull Island and King of the Monsters, and I know right. we were we hated King of the Monsters because of Kyle Chandler. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we had a whole Kyle Chandler rant episode. But what's your take on that whole universe in a whole? I like Kong. I like all of Kong stuff. I up until this point, I liked uh, Skull Island. I thought that was the better done movie. Um, Godzilla doesn't hold up, I don't think, to scrutiny, the CGI, as well as Kong, which is weird to say, but, um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's just a, it's a kaiju movie, you know? I guess it doesn't, you don't really need to ask too many questions, but that's the problem with these, and, uh, there is good story and everything else, but that's not what you expect from these. And that's not what happened here. If it can't, like, a lot of these can't survive too many why questions and and how questions. But um, I guess if you just don't a- ask any questions, y- you'll be fine. I mean, during this movie, I have a ton of questions. Right. And they, well, it seems the like they want, yeah, they want you to ask a bunch of questions. Who's Gia? Who's this yeah. girl? Who's this girl that Rebecca Hall adopts and, you know, we don't see the origin of her. She's the last surviving member of her village. Yeah, but shouldn't there, like, for this movie, which we're going to get into, but shouldn't there have been, like, a at least one scene of her early days growing up on the island, Rebecca Hall coming and adopting her? Nothing. But she can, you know, she's uh, Jane Goodall to come, like, just out there communicating it. That was like that was a, a part in the trailer that was just like kind of what's happening. Like, who's this girl? We don't know. Like, obviously, we know what she, the tribe that she comes from, because we saw Skull Island. Mm-hmm. But who are all these people in this movie? You know, where does Rebecca Hall come into? Where does Alexander Skarsgård, the Alex Jones of the Kong universe, David Ty or Brian Tyree Henry? Where are all these people coming from? I don't know. This is a very like QAnon centric movie. Yeah, that's what got me. Is like it's all those everybody's going to be jerking off to the conspiracy theories, and uh, you know this is going to be like a flagship form because it's it's just nonsense and conspiracy theories. And this movie that makes none it makes all the other ones not matter. And I guess it 
in a way, it's I guess it's not supposed to matter because it's just Kong versus Godzilla. It's what we've been wanting since this all started. And, and, and that's mostly true. And I, I guess it delivers on that front. But there's just other stuff, man, I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing. But. Yeah, the way I broke it down on Active Geek is that this is a monster movie that has a human problem. There's yeah. way too many human stories going on and way too many human issues that we have to deal with in the movie, which was an hour and 53 minutes. So it's kind of low on the low end. So we're getting this kaiju or we'll call them Titans because that's what they called them in the movie. We're we're getting this buildup of Kong versus Godzilla. And we, we see that the first 15 minutes on the ship very cool scene i thought the fight scene was great then we see it again in china another <laughs> cool fight scene and then mecha godzilla shows up and that's a cool fight scene if it were just all of those that whole movie and we just yeah see a bunch of scientists trying to figure out how to stop them rather than traveling to the hollow earth in battlestar galactica spaceships and recording a kick-ass podcast, I feel like we would have got a better movie. But it just was like, how do we fit all these characters, how do we fit all these actors into this story and make it cohesive? Why is Kyle Chandler there? For two, <laughs> he, he collected a paycheck. Millie Bobby Brown doesn't belong there. No. Nope. You know, I, I understand well, that. Well, not she, only does she Ky- not belong there, she's uh, – her listening to Alex Jones's podcast – which let's not Alex Jones is a horrible human being. <clears throat> David Tyree Henry's podcast. What's his name? Bernard. He, she's turned into a complete and total asshole. Like what happened? You were pro Godzilla. You were, you know, save the Titans. Don't say, yeah, save the Titans. You were, you were feisty, but you were kind of respectful. Now you're just, now you're, you know, disrespecting, uh, what's his name, from Deadpool, the kid from Deadpool. Oh, yeah, Julian Dennison. Yeah, the, the driver, treating him like an asshole, and you've come a, become a real, like, a, a bitch, like, yeah. I, when did this happen? Why, why is mom it died. totally, yeah, I, well. Okay. This is it, you're, you're lashing out because your mom dies, and dad's doing whatever, working for the enemy at this point who has the bullet train that goes from Costa Rica to China in two hours. You know, there's so much like there's just she they wrote her in like, we're going to turn you into the leading woman mm-hmm. and you're going to have 15 minutes of screen time. But at that end scene, when Godzilla is, you know, uh, swimming away and Kong's going back to his hollow earth, you're going to be there standing front and center. With Gia, with Rebecca Hall, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. You don't even know who these strange people are. You're just going to show up there and you're going to talk. And you're yeah, like, yes. I, I mean, this is... Uh, this is... If this was real, it's documented proof that Titans are bad ideas and we should figure out a way to really get rid of them because all you do is you see, oh, well, God's everybody's like, well, Godzilla was cool like a day ago or 10, well, I yeah. don't know, it's like five years ago at this point or whatever. Oh, he was real cool. He was like, you know, he was our friend. Whatever turned him into, you know, a nuclear weapon. So, yeah, he's a bad idea. It's bad to have him. So, is that what it was supposed to do? Was it supposed to, like, turn us against Titans? I think so. And 
the whole war wouldn't have happened had Rebecca Hall and that group, what uh, Monarch or Apex, I, I, get, Monarch, uh, I, I don't I think don't. Monarch was in this anymore. I think it was just Apex. But they bring Godzilla or they bring Kong. I thought Monarch, hold on, I'm sorry to okay. interrupt you, but I thought Monarch were the ones that were running Rebecca Hall's site, the Kong site. Maybe. And I thought Apex was, well, Apex was everything else that goes yeah. on it. That that has unlimited money technology, but can't pay for security guards apparently. Yeah, Apex was the company that wrote Pacific Rim. Yeah, because we got a lot of stuff about with Pacific Rim with Ghidorah's head being yeah. the you know the surrogate to Mechagodzilla, which I thought that was cool, but I've seen it before. So mm-hmm. if I've seen it before, it's not going to have the same shock value as it would have the first time. But if Rebecca Hall and that group didn't bring Kong to, you know, mainland America or mainland continental world or whatever, he would have been on Skull Island doing his thing and Godzilla could have found him there. There would have been zero casualties, mm-hmm. zero insurance claims. But they have to, we have to stick our nose into all this stuff and mm-hmm. like we have to play God essentially. And we, we saw that they're building skull crawlers in Apex. They're building Mechagodzilla in Apex. And the only person that should have been in this movie that would have tied everything together should have been Charles Dance from yeah. Godzilla King of Monsters. He had he bought Ghidorah's head on the black market. That's the scene. That's your scene mm-hmm. to show this is part of, this is the sequel to Godzilla King of the Monsters. We don't need Millie Bobby Brown. We don't need Kyle Chandler. We don't need him. Yeah. But I just feel like they're like, well, we got Millie Bobby Brown and teenage girls are going to want to see this movie. But do they? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what audience uh, Millie Bobby Brown's going to attract. But I mean, there's a creepy audience out there. Yeah. But um, I don't know what audience uh, you want that's going to come for Millie Bobby Brown to watch. Yeah, monsters fighting. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who who her her audience is. Us from like Stranger Things and stuff like that. Like, and and we've liked her in other stuff. We've liked her in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and stuff like that. So I I, I don't know. She comes to this, and I don't know. Kind of take her personality away and change. Like, yeah, uh, they're just painting teen. It's it was the stereotypical teenager. You know, I, I don't care about authority. I don't care about this. That rules don't apply. Doors are meant to be opened. All this stuff. But it's not just that. It's um, her questionable like choices when it comes to Bernard and following this podcaster. Yeah, who like douses his body in bleach. Uh, yeah, all Daily. kinds of all kinds of and and there's fluoride in the water and like all these horrible horrible science things. Like you, you really got to say like. Dousing your body in bleach is a bad idea. Not yeah. eating, drinking fluorinated water is a bad idea. And they made it a joke. Like that's yeah. it wasn't you couldn't learn from anything. They just yeah. in a movie that's and, centered around science, they made all the scientific facts a joke. Yeah, every scientific fact it was 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 wrong. And but they've made her stupid. Like yeah, you're following around a conspiracy theorist podcaster. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't understand. And she's always been a wild card, you know. She she left Monarch in Godzilla versus King, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, 
and went to Fenway Park and did the whole like uh, the the Alpha call like and that was cool like that the wrinkles in that like I did not like that movie but it had wrinkles that I liked mm-hmm. this movie. There were aspects that I liked, and then there were aspects that I hated. It wasn't even, like, an in-between. Like, I I preferred the action scenes, and I know you want to talk about the CGI a bit. I actually I liked Kong's CGI. Right. And I, I think where we're going to go with Godzilla is I think he could have used a little more of that hot, that nuclear highlights. Yeah. Because well, he I, got kind of washed away. I mean, I do like what they delivered on, or what they told you. And I mean... The Kong versus Godzilla, the fight on the boat, even though scaling is is, is unheard of. I mean, yeah. In one, it takes them an hour to to fly to the center of the Earth or whatever, and then it takes them five minutes to jump through the hole that Godzilla made. Makes no yep. sense, but whatever. <clears throat> Size and scaling and all that. Who cares about? Stop asking why. But I mean, I guess what they're their ace in the hole was Godzilla versus Kong, and that stuff was good. The fight scenes were decent. Yeah, so. I think their ace in the hole was Mecha Godzilla, actually. Yeah, yeah. Which that that was probably the best fight scene, like the tag, the handicap match that they had going on. I thought like where <laughs> Godzilla powers Kong's battle axe. I thought that that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the part that I hated the most, and I'm curious to see what you thought, is Apex coming in. And saying to Alexander Skarsgård, who found Hollow Earth, whose brother went into some Hollow Earth, I, I guess. We never figured out who that was. Like, his introduction was ridiculous. He's right. just a disgruntled writer, uh, professor at a university at Penn, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Because they went, yeah, to, they, they they went, went to, to Philly. Philly. Yeah. yeah. So he's this disgruntled Penn professor, we'll say, who wrote a book about Hollow Earth and he they they tell you a little bit about the brother right they say you lost your brother i know you lost your brother could that brother have been tom hiddleston could it have been somebody that was with samuel l jackson no explanations loose end all all together then here comes this mystery woman who says i'll finance everything we've got spaceships that can go into this hollow earth and they paint this hollow earth like it's a wormhole that you know if you're not seat belted in you don't have you know, if the window is down a little bit, you know, your your innards are going to be your outards. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie, they're living there and they're walking through like it's a farmer's market. Right. And they're doing and, their and whole thing. That's what I'm saying. They, they made a big deal about this point of no return where you're right. Like it, it goes into ludicrous mode or it goes into that <clears throat> gal- or the, the, um, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 2 where they're flying. They go like hexagonal or whatever it was. Um and it, you know, everybody throws up and every, you know, whatever. Uh, then when they jump up the hole that Godzilla made, that he blew a hole, like, I'm not, that part happened, right? Godzilla blew a hole in the ground. Yep. And it was big enough for Kong and the ships and everybody else to fly through it, jump through it, basically. Yeah. It, it was a planetary jack in the box. Yeah. Like, everybody happened. was able to pop out. Uh, so where'd that gravitational, what's my, who's it go? I don't know. How big is the center of the earth? Twice as big as regular earth, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. This, as, like, when I did the review with Chuck, it was like three days after I watched it. So it was like really fresh in my mind. I was angry about certain items. Now talking with you, it's like, 
there's so many loose ends in this movie. The science doesn't back it up. You know, the human issue, the connection to the other movies, and then the future. Like, it's a pinnacle of problems for me. Right. Is there anything in this movie that you liked? Like I said, the, it delivers on its only promise, and I think the fighting was decent. Yeah. Um, the, the kaiju fighting. Did but, you like the design of Mechagodzilla? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, like I was going to say, I think that... I think Mechagodzilla worked out better than Godzilla. Yeah. Um, I, I, a lot better, actually. I, uh, and I think Kong worked out better. I don't know. Something about... I, I, I think the making a reptilian head is very hard. And uh, the part where they get into the fight and Kong's like... Where Godzilla is basically squashing Kong's chest. Like he's stepping yeah. on his chest. And like he he looks into his face, in in that case we have to look into Godzilla's face, and we could see. It's I think that's where a lot of the like the CGI is so bad on that that it's hard for me. I mean, it's not like cats bad, but it's nah. it's not great. It's not great yeah. um, for the amount of money that they spent. I think they made most of it back. I don't know. But, uh... Well, it was it made forty five <laughs> in its opening day in theaters, and then whatever hbo max paid them for right so so i mean that what it's gotta have like two three hundred million dollar budget right i would think so yeah yeah if if wandavision had a 260 million dollar budget this has to (laughs) at least meet that if not exceed it um it was to your point with godzilla i think that one yes it's definitely hard to create this giant reptile right the problem is, and this has been a problem since the first Godzilla movie, he's too gray. Yeah. And I know, like, that's his signature. He's, like, a, a greenish gray. But, like, he is so gray in the first one, you barely saw him. And that was a extremely dark movie. The second movie was extremely dark. This one was a little more bright. But, like, when they're put him in the water, it looks like Zack Snyder took over. The water <laughs> scenes are, it's, like, the murkiest water possible. Yeah. Godzilla gets, like, camouflaged by it. I wish that they would have, and I know like the nuclear, you know, there's no green fire, right? So the nuclear aspect is blue. It's supposed to be blue, hot heat. I get it. I wish they would have peppered that in more, more on his face, uh, more evolved, like battle scars that kind of went through fighting Ghidorah and Rodan. I wish that they would have showed a more weathered Godzilla like they did with Kong. Yeah, Kong grew like, he he didn't just heal. Like that was Godzilla's thing. He, He would just... I don't know if he would heal, but like him in all his movies, just miraculously heals up. Yeah. When when the plot needs him, he he'll he'll heal from an injury. Kong shows scarring and, and like hair, like patches of hair gets loose. Yeah. I guess at the end, uh, Godzilla was burnt. Right. I don't know if yeah. he stays burnt, but he was burnt. Um, but. but he was burnt. Against Ghidorah and Rodan, like yeah. there were crazies. Like at, I think one point his eyes are getting gouged out by Rodan. Like there's no battle scars on this. So whether he has like the X gene where he can regenerate like everybody, like Wolverine and Deadpool, right. you know, there's no explanation on that. Well, that was they like could... Kong's or, or his Godzilla's thing was in in King of the Monsters. I think it, when he gets close to a nuclear source, in that case, it was like a bomb they had to set off. He heals. Yeah, heals he recharges. Yeah. 
Kong doesn't have that same power, he, even though I guess he would live in a, like, I think they said that there is a lot of nuclear energy or, or something down in that, in this, the hollow earth that's yeah. teeming with well, energy, but which wouldn't that give everybody that walked down there without a suit cancer, but whatever. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, they're picking raspberries and eating them. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> they set up a base. Yeah. yeah. In hollow earth of all places. Like, come on. And it, I mean, that could be the future. Kong 3, hollow earth. He's fighting all these giant monsters there. But I, the problem with this is it's the fourth of a franchise and you brought out your big guns. Well, it, but let's be honest. Look, uh the problem is we're analyzing it and we're going, we're going, I wouldn't say too deep, but we're going deep enough. Like if you never, like I said in the beginning, I really meant it. If, if you never ask why anything happens, you won't, this movie is fine. You'll yeah. watch, watch the two giant monsters beat each other up. But if you ever, 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 ever ask a question, it, you, you get thrown from the horse and you can't come back. If you, once I, the 10th time they've walked into a room without any security stop, and I said, wait a minute, why can't he pay for security? Why is he able to get into, and he carries a badge, but he doesn't ever use it. He's just jabbing. He's just knocking stuff yep. off and j setting stuff on fire and jabbing it with a screwdriver. Yep. He doesn't ever do anything, you know, special. He's just like, they're walking through. A conjillion dollars, you know, uh, underground Laboratory. network that connects. You could travel from wherever, like Florida, yeah, to Hong Miami Kong to in, Hong Kong in like two hours. But they have no security guards, no Nothing. security cameras, no train, like no train attendants on this. No, like no concierge. This is like, hey, do you want Nothing. you know refreshments on your two-hour train bullet train ride? Nothing. And do you think that like one that's impossible to make like an under, underground train at this point but are they traveling into hollow earth already and not knowing it i don't know i guess does, like it does does that is that your wormhole like they go through to the beginning of hollow earth and they pop out they godzilla's hole be. and yeah oh, ridiculous i this is like i said don't ever ask why don't I, but as don't, a reviewer i have to why why are they able to fight in hong kong it is and it, i mean the lighting is kind of neat i like the look of it but Hong yeah. Kong is 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 neon purples, pinks, blues, uh, lit really great. They're, they Kong and Godzilla basically level it. Not one light bulb goes out. Yeah. Not one and neon light goes out. And you also can't see Godzilla still. Yeah. Like yeah, it's crazy. The grid's not going to go down. I know it's Nothing. like in the future, but that grid's not going to go down. Like from these two. Smashing their head like headbutton yeah. buildings. I don't like. You know, Texas gets two inches of snow and their yeah. grid goes out. But Hong Kong has two kaiju's, two titans <laughs> fighting on their property, on their their country, and you know it's over. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, we're fine. We'll just rebuild. Yeah, I don't. Not even like a, not even like a little brownout. Nothing. Nothing. It's not just one all, thing. lights everywhere. This is this this movie. I knew what it was going to be because I have I have said in the past that these movies catfish me. Beautiful trailer. They pepper in all the action. And again, like Warner Brother does, they show you everything in the trailer. We saw literally everything that was enjoyable in this trailer, series of trailers. 
Do you think because we talked about how much money this made, do you think that Warner Brothers is going to be a glutton and just yes. make another one? Yes. Where I don't would know. You go? Look, you know, I think we're I think our podcast, your podcast network is proof of this. We are not necessarily the majority, you know. No. Except um, 91 on Rotten Tomatoes right. with this movie. Um and every reviewer loves it. And yeah. it, but what they love is Kong versus Godzilla, the fighting. Yeah. When they fight, it everybody stops thinking. And, you know, they never go, how long would it take a kaiju to throw a punch? You know, they have to throw yeah. it over 300 feet. The other kaiju who might react that normal is not going to go, hey, look at that punch coming and then duck it. Yeah. Like, giant fights, like, don't work. But whatever. Yeah. But they don't, it, it, none of that, they eat, what, when they found the nuclear energy source, how did she get the information back? Text. They, in hollow earth. It goes emailed, wherever you want it to. Did she yeah. email energy? Yeah, of course she did. Like that's the I, sample. It I have was no like, idea how they got the how they got a, a schematic of energy. It was like going to the bank. You go through the drive through. You put it in the tube, and it goes from hollow earth to Hong Kong. That's how it works, they, man. And they were Apex. like, "Perfect, use it." Like, use what? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you didn't. You you were just emailed as a, a thing, like. You yep. can't you can't email energy. Well, maybe in maybe Apex can, but yeah, Apex know. five years from now. There's no way none of that's going to happen. <laughs> five years from now, we're we're still working on COVID vaccines, let alone yeah. you know underground or like you know underwater bullet trains. Where would you go from here? Because I I feel like they kind of used the roster of mega titans. I yeah. think Godira is still out there, the leader, like the like the first Titan. But you know, where he else do you go besides head, Pacific? Huh? Well, he might want his head back. Um, yeah, well, that's good. Godira. There's Gojira yeah, yeah. or something like that. Well, no, I mean, look. Uh, do you go the Pacific Rim route and we start making Zords like Power Rangers well, and we're that we fight or, Godzilla? Uh, the way the movies work out, Monarch turns out to be from space. Oh. If you we know, start bringing aliens in, I'm, right. I'm over. Well, Mechagodzilla is originally. Uh, yeah, he's an alien. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, oh, could the real Mechagodzilla be watching this live on Apex Live yeah. YouTube channel and come down and be like, "It's over." It's yeah, my time. Monarch Moonbase One has a real Mechagodzilla, and it's Mechagodzilla versus Mechagodzilla versus Godzilla versus. God. Versus Kong versus like it's a tornado Earth, tag Beta match. Kong. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine? There's a surprise entrance. It's Rodan and Mothra, tag team turmoil. I, I don't. I honestly don't know where to go. I mean, I'd like to see a solid Kong sequel. He, well, here's where I automatically went, and I. Well, here, here's what I was originally going to say. If you're going to make nonsense science that doesn't do it, that's not real, like none of it's real, nothing about anything they've said was real, don't use science. Why use the, yeah. why use the word science? You're already making it metaphysical when you use uh, telekinesis, and you're making it metaphysical when Kong's got this, like, genetic memory for how to get there and where to go yeah. and all this other stuff. So make it metaphysical. Make it a... You know, call it, you know, whatever woo word you want to come up with, but don't, don't say science because that's nonsense. 
Yeah. Make it metaphysical, and, and I won't have this this complaint. Made it fantastical. Yeah. But Take since it. we're in this world and we see Kong's like uh, basically a throne room that his ancestors once sat, I I I had like this this Conan the Barbarian when he sits on the throne of Krom. Yeah. From the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I had a, that kind of feeling when he has the axe and he's sitting on the throne. Um, it would be like the next Kong, I would think, would be like Kong finds his family. Yeah. Kong finds love. Kong and the Hendersons. <laughs> yeah. He goes yeah, he out and with a family. he's got to find like Kong wants his son and he wants to go find a Mrs. Kong or something. Miss, or yeah. or yeah. like maybe Godzilla is actually a woman. Right. And they that's... That's a lot. It's like kaiju <laughs> Tinder. I, I, well, well, at this point, uh, Godzilla's never been to Middle Earth. No. Oh, wait a minute. Now you've got me. What if on the way to Hollow Earth, they go through Middle Earth? <laughs> Godzilla meets Smog. Uh, there perfect. you go. We just wrote it. We wrote it. <laughs> I think the only way to kind of fix this is. To make it crossover with Fast and the Furious and Sony Pictures. Right, definitely. And it's, it's Fast through. 10, Hollow Earth, Attack of the Titan. <laughs> like, I think that that should be the 10th the installment of the Fast and the Furious family franchise. But also, like, what if they just throw in the big three? Androids, Wizards, and, you know, and Aliens. Yeah, I, I, it's a crossover uh, of everything. I, I mean, it would make sense. Uh, but I would... I, in my mind, I would like to see Kong go through the center, of the, whatever that that dimension or whatever it turns out to be, and find his ancestors or what happened to his ancestors. Yeah, because it too. looks like ancestrally, it looks like a Godzilla type destroyed all the Kongs. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and maybe that's like the origins of the true Mecha Godzilla. Right. And that's where we find out. I don't. I don't know. You. You made a bold statement on Instagram, Galaxy Wars <laughs> podcast, that Thunder Force Netflix original was yeah. better than HBO Max's Kong versus or Godzilla versus Kong. Do you still stand by that? Yeah, and it's not good. Thunder Force is not a great movie, but yeah, uh, I had a better time watching Thunder Force than I did Kong versus. And but they set up a. They set up a nonsense premise. They set up a nonsense show. You're not led to believe that we're getting into some, you know, deep territory here with Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Hey, you know you're ready for ridiculous, and they they set it up that way. And there are some, I mean, bad CGI, but I almost think it's supposed to be bad CGI. I don't think yeah. every, I don't think any of it was supposed to be real but there are like real moments in it um and melissa mccarthy always makes me laugh so yeah i will i will say um i had no interest in seeing thunder force just because that i'm a you know i'm a superhero guy but that that didn't interest me and melissa mcbride led she kind of like wears on me sometimes i watched it today just to you know because yeah. i knew we were going to talk about it i loved it uh <laughs> so i stupid. i laughed so much it was fun. I liked their story. I like to see. I like the cameos. I don't want to spoil it because there's a lot of people. Who it definitely seen it. doesn't take itself as seriously as Kong versus Godzilla, 
I mean, Kong versus Godzilla at some point takes itself seriously, where it should just be, just feed me Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. 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 I will say, the science in Thunder Force, much more believable than the science (laughs) in Kong. Yeah. Like, and there was explanations to everything. Diet, stamina, everything. It was so... Ben Falcone wrote a better movie for Thunder Force <laughs> than the writers of Godzilla vs. King. And even the way they got to the name Thunder Force, and yeah. it's kind of a it's a send up. It's like kind of making fun of the the superhero movie tropes, yeah, of, of how they pick a name and how they come about their powers and what they would do, what they got powers. And everybody asked that question. That's what these two middle aged ladies, t- t- you know. Yep get into they don't know what to do so yeah and it worked you know yeah. i don't know where either one of them would fit in a <laughs> marvel dc universe you know i know melissa mccarthy a lot of people thought that she would could be granny goodness because kathy bates is a little too old right but like yeah. I, I don't know i don't know and octavia spencer could have been a great amanda waller oh, yeah. but but viola davis is yeah. amanda waller and to infinity and beyond but you know where they if if they I mean Octavia Spencer's not going to be hard up for work. I mean she's an no, Oscar no. winner. Everything she does when she wants to to put out like a fantastic movie, she knows how to put out a fantastic movie. And I I, I like her a lot in this too. Yeah, she loves to work. Yeah, everything is is you know she's out there choosing her movies, and yeah. and I don't mind that. But uh, if she ever wanted to do. A, a MCU, I or those two, and I know they they would have to change names or whatever, but they'd figure out a way. But like West Coast Avengers, put it on Disney Plus. West Coast Avengers, yeah, like that's what they were in the books. Was I mean, you get Squirrel Girl in, in West Coast Avengers and stuff yep. like that. Yeah, so. where they could go Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah, great. That's it, Great Lakes. Great Lakes. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a wild yeah. lineup over there in the in the Great Lakes. But listen, we, we've talked this entire movie. We're not going to drag this out for another 25 minutes. <laughs> I want to know what you give this movie, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, uh, the, these, the number I give it is totally, it's, it's based on the point that I, what I felt right before I ever asked why or how. Well, no, I can't say that because once I asked that question, it all came coming down. But there was a point, like when they're just fighting, and before I like felt about anything, like all right, the fights are fun, so I give it a two and a half. Okay, based on fighting. Yeah, I'm at a three because of the fighting. The 15 minutes of fighting that we got <laughs> um, was watchable. This is a again, this isn't a this isn't a movie that you're gonna you know write a dissertation on. You're not going to sit there and use this as, you know, the best, one of the best movies of our time. This was a turn off your brain, watch a bunch of giant things, fight more giant things, and watch people ruin science for everybody (laughs) who enjoys science. So, yeah, I'll give it an average C plus or C3, whatever, however we're going to grade it. That's where I'm going to go. But that's it, man. We're going to get out of here. Next week, we're going to come back with... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier wrap up, which is super exciting. We're uh, we haven't talked about it in any episode, right. so I'm very curious to see where we're at after the series ends. <laughs> and then we then we have a bunch of other stuff. We've got uh, Mortal Kombat. We can talk 
Thunder Force. We've got Nobody. There's a bunch of movies out there. But that's it. Follow us on social media, the Galaxy Wars podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. You can listen to us there. And here's $20. Buy yourself something nice.